tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on May 8th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid traveled to the Wanda Metropolitano today to play Atletico Madrid in their first league game since securing this season's La Liga title, but they played as anything but league champions as Atletico were the better side over the 90 minutes and earned a deserved 1-0 victory over their city rivals to strengthen their own place in the league's top four. Ancelotti's heavily rotated starting lineup for this edition of the Madrid Derby consisted of Nacho, Vallejo, Militao, and Vasquez at the back, Camavinga, Casemiro, and Cruz in the midfield, and Jovic, Rodrigo, and Asensio up front in the customary 4-3-3, with Lunin at the back of them all for the rare opportunity in front of the goal. With Real having already wrapped up its league business on the season, while Atletico have still yet to book their ticket to next season's Champions League, it would have been fair to expect the hosts to bring more of a fight than their opponents to this ordinarily intense rivalry matchup. In the absence of many Real regulars from the pitch to start, only further added to a competitive imbalance that saw Atletico look to be the far superior of the two sides over the first half. Their effective high press and eagerness to be direct with possession in the attacking end combined to see them enjoying most of the possession and creating the better of the chances during the opening 45 minutes, while the Whites were not much able to play the ball out of their own half and were even less able to present a threat on the few occasions when they were able to advance the ball down the pitch. Quick counters after winning the ball in the attacking end produced a shot from Correa in the right side of the box that went just wide of the far post in the fourth minute and a Carrasco effort in the seventh minute that was blocked out for a corner. And Carrasco's second attempt a minute later from above the six-yard box on the left went dangerously wide of the near post. Real saw one of its few promising first-half attacks a minute later have a Vasquez shot from above the right side of the box get blocked and with Atletico effective in winning the ball back on multiple occasions before the Whites could advance the ball before the halfway line, Real spent much of the first 30 minutes defending in their own third. Atletico had players both making runs into the box and crossing balls in from the wider areas, but the final ball eluded them as Real made necessary interventions, with Vallejo being particularly good on multiple challenges but the center back would eventually make a misstep on one of those occasions to give Atletico a chance to have their control of the game reflected on the scoreboard. A quick counter in the 36th minute that was started when Asensio's pass back into the defensive half was intercepted had Cunha running into the top of the box between both Vallejo and Militao, and just as he got into the penalty area, Vallejo's left arm shove sent him down to the ground. The referee initially allowed play to go on, much to the Metropolitano's disapproval, and Real broke the other way for Rodrigo to force the save from above the box, but once play stopped, the VAR booth would instruct the referee to take a second look at Cunha's run-in, and the replay showed not only Vallejo's shove, but also a stepping on Cunha's trailing right boot as he was going down. And with those two infractions, the referee had more than enough to reverse his on-field decision, which is exactly what he did as he awarded Atletico a penalty and Vallejo a yellow card in the 38th minute. 
Carrasco would put the ball past Lunin from the spot a couple of minutes later, and Atletico would have their deserved 1-0 lead. The hosts would continue to apply more pressure late in the half in an effort to double their advantage, but Real would instead get their best first-half chance to level the score in stoppage time. A counter up the central area of the pitch had Rodrigo getting tackled as he ran towards the top of the box, but the loose ball went perfectly into the right side of the box to be met by Jovic as he continued his run on the break. But he saw his effort from above the right corner of the six-yard box saved by Oblak, and Atletico's lead would remain safe going into halftime. Despite clearly being the better of the two sides during the first 45 minutes, Atletico curiously changed their approach to start the second half as they relented from the high pressing that had been effective in neutralizing Real, and that in turn opened up the game and allowed the Whites to get more comfortable in their possession as they advanced the ball into the attacking end with greater frequency. A 50th minute Real break had Jovic again seeing another chance from the right side of the box, but his extra touch gave Savage time to get into position to block the shot. Atletico for their part did still look to counter quickly upon winning back the ball, and a 57th minute break following Camavinga's intercepted pass in the defensive half ended with Griezmann firing off a shot from well above the box that went just high. Another Real break in the 59th minute saw Casemiro running into open space and playing a given goal with Vasquez on his right before forcing a save from the center of the box. In a minute later, Atletico's own break following Nacho's turnover in the defensive half produced Carrasco's shot from inside of the penalty area that went high before Casemiro went high of goal himself from above the opposite box to cap the back-and-forth spell of play. Vinicius Jr. and Valverde would replace Jovic and Casemiro in the 61st minute in Ancelotti's first move to strengthen the side, but in the remaining half an hour it would be Atletico that would have the better chances, and they really should have come out of this game with more than just the one goal that they got. A break off of a Camavinga turnover in the defensive half resulted in Cunha forcing a save from the left side of the box in the 63rd minute, but Real would respond with a 67th minute break that had Asensio getting a shot blocked in the right side of the box. Valverde shot wide of the far post from above the right side of the box a minute later, and Modric and Mendy would replace Cruz and Militao immediately thereafter to further bolster Real's chances for at least an equalizer, if not a late comeback win. Valverde continued to show attacking initiative as he made a forward run into space and forced a save from above the box in the 70th minute, but then after an Atletico free kick, Griezmann got a shot off from the right side of the box that went wide of the far post. Not long after that, the Frenchman got another chance from the center of the box, but he missed just wide of the left post in the 76th minute. Atletico would then get as close as they get to scoring for the rest of the game a mere minute later, as another break saw Carrasco getting played into the left side of the box, but even though he had Lunin beaten, his shot went off of the left post. However, that near miss would not come back to bite the hosts, as Real was not able to make them pay despite putting on some late pressure to get an equalizer. Another Valverde rocket shot from distance forced a save in the 84th minute, and Vinny's shot from above the left side of the box was saved a minute later. Asensio's shot from above the box following a short free kick in the 88th minute went through the wall and forced a save near the right post, and shortly after that, Nacho got his head onto a Vinny cross above the 6-yard box, but he couldn't keep the ball down. Real wouldn't get any closer after that to stealing a result, even with five minutes of stoppage time added on, and in the end, the Whites had to accept the 1-0 defeat at the hands of their city rivals for their first loss in league play since the classical thrashing at the Bernabeu in March. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by Cristiano! 
Let's break down the individual performances from Real Madrid's defeat today. Starting up front, Luka Jovic rated as a 4. He was inserted as an emergency starter after Mariano reportedly injured himself during the warm-up for the game, and he looked very much like a player lacking game time and confidence. He intercepted a ball in the box in the 17th minute, but picked up a yellow card for his 20th minute challenge on Correa, and in the 31st minute, he played the ball over to Asensio on the right in the defensive half during a Madrid break. But he wasted two good chances to score from the right side of the box shortly before and after halftime, getting his shot saved in the first instance and blocked in the second, and his header of a ball in from a 56th minute free kick went high and was caught in front of the goal. He got replaced by Valverde in the 61st minute. Rodrigo rated as a 6. He was almost entirely anonymous over the first half an hour, save for a tackle that won the ball back in the 15th minute, but he forced a save from above the box at the end of a break in the 36th minute, although any goal would have been chopped off following the penalty awarded to Atletico after the VAR check. He then made a good run above the left side of the box and found Cruz to set up his shot from distance in the 45th minute, and he made a forward run towards the top of the box during the stoppage time break that led to Jovic's shot getting saved. His second half runs on the left wing largely weren't productive apart from winning a free kick above the box in the 63rd minute, and he would disappear once Vinny came on until he won the ball back in the attacking half in the 86th minute and made a forward run to draw a foul and win a free kick above the box. Marco Asensio rated as a 6. He got forward for runs into space during a couple of first half breaks, but his 36th minute pass back into Madrid's own half turned the ball over and sparked a break that eventually won Atletico its penalty. He did well to run forward and fight off a defender before playing the ball over to Jovic in the right side of the box for his 50th minute shot, and then his own shot from the right side of the box in the 67th minute was blocked. In the 88th minute, he shot well from distance following a short free kick and put the ball through the Atletico wall to force an all-black save near the right post. In the midfield, Camavinga rated as a 5. His first half was marred by a number of turnovers, the first of which came in the fourth minute when his pass to Cruz at the back was intercepted, and he didn't do much to contribute to the attack during the opening 45 minutes until he combined with Vasquez in an attempt to advance the ball down the right side in stoppage time. He opened up the second half better in the attack, playing Vasquez down the right wing with a good one-touch pass in the 47th minute, and then playing the ball to Asensio during Madrid's 50th minute break. In defensively, he blocked a cross in the 53rd minute, but he had turnovers in the defensive half in the 57th and 62nd minutes, the latter of which led to a break that resulted in Cunha forcing a save. He ended on a good note when he got into space on a 95th minute break to play the ball out to Vinny on the left wing. Casemiro rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a cross in the 4th minute, but his turnover at the back in the 7th minute led to a Carrasco shot, and Carrasco got by him for a shot from above the left side of the 6-yard box a minute later. He did well to win the ball in the defensive half in the 19th and 21st minutes, but he turned the ball over again at the back when he was tackled on his attempted run in the 35th minute. His second half was most notable for intercepting a pass at the top of the box in the 59th minute and then making a run on a break shortly thereafter to eventually force a save from inside of the penalty area. And after a 60th minute break, he took aim at the goal again from distance, but that shot went high. Vinny took his spot on the pitch a minute after that. Tony Cruz rated as a 5. He wasn't able to have much influence with his passing in the first half, 
not only because of Atletico's effective high press that kept Madrid out of possession, but also because a couple of his balls failed to hit the mark, such as his 19th-minute attempted long ball that went beyond Vasquez on the right wing. He did, however, intercept the cross in the 23rd minute, win the ball with the tackle above the box in the 31st minute, and fire a shot from above the box on the right that went wide of the left post in the 45th minute. In the second half, he did pick out Nacho on the left wing with the long ball in the 56th minute, but he didn't contribute much aside from that, and he gave way to Modric in the 68th minute. In the back, Nacho rated as a 6. He had a good first half as he won the ball in the defensive half in the second minute, made a run down the left wing and won a free kick in the fifth minute, and intercepted a long ball in Madrid's own half in the seventh minute. He also blocked Cunha's 30th minute shot, blocked a 32nd minute cross, and tackled Correa inside the box in the 33rd minute. In the second half, he got onto the end of a cruise ball on the left wing and won a corner in the 56th minute, but his turnover in Madrid's half in the 60th minute led to Carrasco's shot from inside of the box. He also got booked for fouling Coque from behind on a 71st minute Atletico break, and he blew a golden chance to equalize late when his free header from above the 6-yard box in the 88th minute went high. Jesus Vallejo rated as a 6. He was the best and most active of Madrid's defenders in the first half, but his lone mistake during the first 45 minutes was very costly. He intercepted a long ball in the fourth minute to start and made several good interventions thereafter, including tackling Correa in the right side of the box in the 31st minute. But his challenge on Cunha during his run into the box in the 36th minute was a bit too physical as he both pushed him with his left arm and stepped on his right boot, and a VAR check of the sequence would result in his booking and Atletico being awarded the game-deciding penalty. He did end the half on a good note by blocking Correa's 44th minute shot inside the box, and in the second half, he most notably intercepted a cross in the 52nd minute and tackled Griezmann to stop his run above the box in the 62nd minute. Militao rated as a 5. He didn't have much impact in the first half apart from heading a ball clear of the box in the 35th minute, and he did try to get in front of Cunha on his run into the box a minute later that ultimately won a penalty. He was largely anonymous in the second half, although he did intercept the through ball at the top of the box in the 65th minute, and in the 68th minute, his day came to an end as he was replaced by Ferland Mendy. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 5. He looked to get up the pitch on the right side to aid in the attack on a few occasions, but he wasn't good in recovering defensively, and that left the void in the right back spot that Atletico exploited on their counterattacks. He got a shot off from above the right side of the box that was blocked in the ninth minute, tackled Carrasco above the box in the 12th minute, earned a yellow card in the 28th minute for blocking Carrasco's run down the left wing, and intercepted an attempted through ball into the box in the 43rd minute. He got played down the right wing on a couple of early second half breaks, but wasn't able to make anything of those opportunities, but he did combine well with Casemiro on a break to set up his shot from inside of the box in the 59th minute. He also won the ball at the back in the 66th and 82nd minutes. As for the substitutes, Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. He replaced Casemiro in the 61st minute, and he brought some energy into the attack with a few runs down the left wing. He broke into space and got into the final third to set up Asensio's 67th minute shot from the right side of the box, and his own shot from above the left side of the box in the 78th minute went wide of the far post. He forced a save with an 85th minute shot from above the box, put in a good cross for Nacho's blown header in the 88th minute, 
and twice found himself getting tackled on the left side in the attacking half in the 95th minute. Fede Valverde rated as a 7. He went on for Luka Jovic in the 61st minute, and he also contributed to Real's attacking aggression late on in the game. He ran from the right wing past the defender to above the right side of the box and shot wide of the far post in the 68th minute, and then in the 70th minute, he won the ball in the attacking half, made a forward run, and forced a save from above the box on the right. He went for goal again from above the box on the left side in the 84th minute and forced a save, and he played a good through ball out to Vinny on the left wing during the 88th minute attack that ended with Nacho's missed header. Luka Modric rated as a 5. He took the spot of Cruz in the 68th minute, and he looked like he was in first gear the whole time that he was out there. He got tackled above the box to spark an atletical break in the 71st minute, and he wasn't able to make connections with a number of his attempted balls. As his 74th minute long ball for Rodrigo got intercepted, his 80th minute pass intended for Vinny on the left wing went out of bounds, and his crosses into the box in the 91st and 92nd minutes got intercepted. Ferland Mendy as the final substitute rated as a 5. He also went on in the 68th minute as he replaced Militao and he didn't do much other than get a couple of touches of the ball on the left side in the attacking half. He had a 69th minute cross intercepted and he got tackled on the left side in the defensive half to turn the ball over. Finally in front of the goal, Andre Lunin rated as a 6. He got his first touch of the ball in the very first minute when he punched it out of the box and he did well to catch a couple of crosses in front of the goal after that. He guessed wrongly on Carrasco's 40th minute penalty that won Atletico the game, but it's hard to fault him for that. And in the second half, his lone save of the game was a solid one, as he denied Cunha's shot from the left side of the box in the 63rd minute. He also caught a ball in from a free kick in the 79th minute. It wasn't quite the intense battle that this derby has seen countless times before, and Real looked to be in almost preseason mode both in terms of their lineup and their quality of play. But I don't think too many people on Real's side of things will be much bothered by a one-goal loss to Atletico, given that Simeone's side was the only one that really had something to go for in this game, and the lone focus for Real at this point of the season is to keep the squad fit and sharp with an eye towards the Champions League final at the end of the month. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid, it's a midweek match in La Liga as the Whites will host Levante at the Bernabeu this upcoming Thursday. Real drew with Levante 3-3 away in the league way back in late August of last year, and coming off of their 2-1 victory over Real Sociedad last Friday, Levante are still clinging to life in their relegation battle as they currently sit 19th in the table with 29 points from their 35 matches, having won 6, drawn 11, and lost 18. It may be a bit of a dangerous game for Real in terms of keeping players free from injury, as Levante will certainly be desperate to get something from the game in order to boost their chances for staying in the top flight, and so with that concern, it will be interesting to see who Ancelotti chooses to play for the match and for how long. Real should still have enough firepower to see off Levante even if they again play a heavily rotated side, but it's hard to imagine that Ancelotti will take many risks in an effort to get a result that won't matter at all in the table for the league champions. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Levante on Thursday, so be sure to look out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always... 
Pala Madrid.